0: Tanya, for the 7th of Adar, but first the story. The custom in the city of Jerusalem, and actually many other communities have this custom as well, is that on the 7th of Adar, the people that are involved in the burial association um, fast the day. And the end of the fast is, um, you know, celebrated. It's the, the day of the birthday and the passing of Moshe Rabbeinu, of Moses. And so it's celebrated at the end with a with a big feast. And one time in the city of, um, of Yerushalayim, they they made a they made a big um, a, a big fast for those that, that were part of the association. The woman, um, a woman uh, cooked a big stew, and to make a story short, some milk got poured got poured into the stew, and they didn't, They realized that, that you know that stew that was going to be their breaking of the fast was going to be um, you know I guess a, a highlight of the of this of the day. They realized they couldn't eat it. But before they threw it out and cancelled the whole thing, they came to the rub of the city, whose name was was a a big scholar by the name of Shmuel Salant, and they asked him, um, "What's what's the what's the law?" Because it, uh, quite a lot of milk had gone in; it was it it, was, it seemed like a lot more than one in, one in sixty. And so they asked him, "What's the law?" And he said, "Let me think about it, and I'll get back to you." And um, they they they. They, they couldn't imagine there's any way that it could possibly be uh, good, but he came back later on with a ruling saying that this, um, this um, stew is is kosher, and they, of course, were very hesitant to even eat it, so he said he's going to join in the celebration to eat to, uh, eating the stew, and he himself ate it. When they saw the rabbi of, the, of Yerushalayim eating the stew, they all joined in eating the stew as well. But people were always curious, and... Many years later, they discovered the answer to the story. The person whose, who, whose milk fell into the stew was the, was the, um, the person that delivered, the milk, delivered milk around to, to everyone. And the Rav had called, Shmuel Salant had called this man and asked the man, do you ever dilute your milk in order to make more profit? Do you pour water in? And with an accusation like that from the Rav, the man admitted to doing it. And he, he admitted to putting you know, a nice touch of, of, of water in to you know, make it look like there's a lot more milk and be able to you know, um, make a lot more money. So Rav told him he won't ruin his reputation, he won't tell anyone, so long as he commits from now on to never do that again. But because of the, it already, the, what, that milk itself had been diluted so much, that's how the rabbi was able to get out of that, you know, that big quandary and enable everyone to eat the still. The, the tanya so far is in the middle of chapter 31 and we're dealing with you know that necessary evil let's call it of breaking oneself dealing with let's call it gavura or dealing with you know uh crushing a bitterness that's required in order to get rid of your um your lack of sensitivity but nonetheless something which is not a real desirable character trait Your, your 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 Playing around with dangerous potions, you know, it, it it might be a necessary evil in the case of a being that has has this lack of sensitivity. On the other hand, dealing with bitterness. Is is very scary. And so the makes it clear the point of this bitterness is not for the bitterness itself, it's to bring you to the joy and to the light and the happiness after once you've gotten rid of let's call it the bitterness and now you're in a more happy state. And says so this is a tremendous amount of joy for the person when he realizes that the godly soul trapped underneath the layers of the animalistic soul is being freed and being able to experience express itself a person has spent his entire life with shuvah this shuvah like experience where a person's godly soul is able to be expressed like for example when you want to describe a great joy that a person will have in this world when you have a Prince who's been taken captive and subjected to exceptionally excruciating, uh, um, hard labor. Uh, um, in those days, they would make uh, prisoners um, um, carry, a, um, to rotate the millstones with massive stones in order to crush um, wheat. And they're covered in filth and they're dirty and disgusting. And now this prince has returned to the father. The joy that father is experiencing now is is incredible. Says the after though if the prince comes back and the prince is still covered in filth and it's all disgusting the king will understand he shouldn't he shouldn't care that much. Yes, he's, he's covered in filth. He's still going to hug him. He's still going to be so gra- grateful and happy that the princess come in, came back. Same thing with us. We're being happy. We're doing tarim mitzvahs and we're letting our godly soul express itself. And we say, well, this is still really disgusting and terrible because I'm in a body and I am the body. And this is, you know, I'm, I'm, I deal with so much materialism and so much physicality in this world. This, this is not a reason to be joyful. How can I be so joyful that I'm doing a mitzvah? Because look, it's still me, and it's still physicality, and I still want to do whatever I want to do, and I've still done all the things that I've done. Is this really a reason to be joyful? And it says Alchamah, don't mix the two. There's don't mix the enjoyment of the soul with the with the with the um, the, the sadness of the body's situation. This type of service where a person's just running away from the physicality that, or the restrictions of physicality and, and, and just trying to let his godly soul express itself is the same type of Mitzrayim-like experience and it says about Mitzrayim, the people escaped, the people they, 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 they fled, now that's the operative word here, it's very wondrous, why was it like this? Why was it like this? Had Pari not demanded that they be free, wouldn't have they have been forced to do so anyway with all the plagues? The situation in the Egyptian, um, circles was such that the Jewish people were no longer welcome visitors in the land of Egypt. So why were they running? What was their, they, they, Pari had been subjected to ten dreadful plagues. The Egyptians had had, had had enough of the Jewish people. They were happy to see them go. Why did the Jewish people have to flee? Why did they have to escape? Why did they have to run away? <inaudible> the reason they escaped wasn't to escape the Egyptians. It was to escape their own situation. The Jewish people were in such a depth of, of impurity. The left side of their heart, where the animalistic soul was, was at full force, and it, it wouldn't act fully and down until the giving of the Torah. The Jewish people were running, not because the Egyptians were trying to stop, them from leaving is because they themselves needed to get out as desperately as possible. Hashem is our escape. And the Jewish people appreciated that right now the Egyptian culture, the Egyptian society, Egypt itself represented evil. And they just needed to to escape from it all. And so therefore they ran. And so therefore they ran. And therefore, in the future, when Hashem removes the, the, the impurity, we, um, we won't have to go out of haste when it comes to with Mashiach. We won't have to run away because Hashem's going to go in front of us. We won't have to deal with this, with this, um, this type of dynamic like we had to have in Egypt. But in the case of Egypt, in the case of our continual Egypts, every single moment, every single day, when we're trying to run away from this body, just animalistic soul expressing itself completely, and we want to let the godly soul express itself. We have this Egypt like experience where we say, well, I need to just let myself, let my godly soul, the prince, be free from the, let's call it the jail, the imprisonment of the, of the Egypt like situation, which is the, the, Animalistic soldiers controlling the godly soul, not letting it ex- not letting it express itself. Thanks so much for joining Have a wonderful and very successful day. Thanks so much for joining.